was at your funeral. Maybe I was drunk. Yeah, weird. I know, maybe I was drunk. I have to see her. You're not seeing anybody. You're dead. <laughs> so what they're going to do is, I don't know, put them on a train or something. Like you're getting out, you're going to Canada, which they wouldn't be far, right? <laughs> right. This we On our show, we've seen it so many times. It's cheaper to film in Canada and pretend it's the U.S. We saw that for that National Lampoon movie. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, they do that a lot, but this movie is like so Americana, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's about the war and it's about uh, veterans returning and not returning. And there's a Americana train and they're in the middle of Nebraska. It just seems like this is all Canada. It's all Canada. <laughs> it cheated me. Yeah. Yeah, it was driving me back crazy. I could not think of the Oakland uh, Amtrak like that, Amarillo like that. <laughs> this isn't even this isn't this isn't even a real company. Oh, she's finally seducing him. Well, I wouldn't say fine. Yeah, well, I don't think the, that's the right word, seducing. She's You're finally getting it on. She's trying to consummate the relationship. He goes, no, I'm too tense. I'm too tense. I'm too tense. And then she says, that's the point, Michael. Ah. Uh, interesting. Okay. Now we're finding out that Walter Cronkite has flown to China, okay, uh, for some negotiations. So he won't be on the news tonight with so-and-so. What are we going to do? Well, I've got this local piece about a war hero coming home. They're like, fine, let's run with it. So that's how it's going to like get on TV. Right. This guy is so screwed. The bad guy will get wind of it, you know, and so will the fake widow. They'll both independently right. see it on the television, and then they'll make their way to the fake town of High River, Nebraska. Well, that's cool. I think so. Our bad guy, you just don't recognize him, do you? I recognize him. You do? He's from Caddyshack. <laughs> no. Our bad guy, the bad guy, uh, who stole yeah, the, I recognize in the first time, place. Yeah, he worked at the bank with Lucy. <laughs> I'm going to read you his movies, right? And you've seen them all. He yeah, no, I, you told me he was in Homeward Bound 2, he was in Cameron Boy, he was in Sudden Impact, he was in uh, Poseidon Adventure, Above Ground Adventure. No. Uh, no, he wasn't in any of those films. He was in Barney Miller, the TV show, the movie. That's true, he was in Barney Miller. Are you reading off of IMDb or something? No, I took a guess. Why wouldn't he be on Barney Miller? Oh, you took a guess. Okay. He was in Last American Hero with Jeff Bridges. He was in The Longest Yard, French Connection 2, King Kong with Jeff Bridges. He was in Cujo, Death Wish 3, Revenge of the Nerds 2. Um, he was in Born in the Fourth of July, My Blue Heaven, The Rocketeer, School Ties, True Romance, Wagons East, Leaving Las Vegas, Talladega Nights, and the number 23, that other Jim Carrey. 
vehicle. All right. Anyway, if you saw his face in those movies, you go, oh, that guy. Because he's bald, right. you see. He looks different. There's Sentry. Didn't, wasn't the Gossett Jr. in the movie Deal of the Century in 83? Um, with Chevy Chase? Chevy Chase was in a movie. I think it was Sigourney Weaver and Lou Gossett Jr. I didn't check. I just didn't write it down. I only wrote down what I thought was interesting. Like he was in Jaws 3D, you know? And he right. was in Bram Stoker's Legend of the Mummy. You, you might be right about that. I only wrote down what piqued my interest. Well, that movie is made fun in Bachelor Party. At the end of Bachelor Party, they go to a movie theater. Mm -hmm. And on the marquee is a movie called Meal of the Century. Oh, very nice. Okay, now she sees herself oh, on TV. I take it back, Gregory Hines. I feel embarrassed. Gregory Hines. Yeah, we saw him in another LWAFL. Oh, this is this is actually directed by William Freakin. God, I gotta see that movie. All right, I take it back. You remember the Zoo Gang? Yeah, I remember the Zoo Gang with Ben that's, Vereen. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Ben Vereen. Yeah, it's bad enough I got... Uh, okay. Movie. Now, this guy was in, he the FBI guy, he was in Newhart. Do you recognize him? Uh, no, I didn't really watch Newhart, but I recognize the guy. Yeah, because he became a character actor after that success, and he was in... He was uh, of American style. Pastrami on Rye, American style. Remember <laughs> that episode? No. It was uh, Love and the Pastrami Sandwich. Okay, this he was Stu Pickles in Rugrats, okay? That's how he ended his career. But listen to this. He was in LWAFLMOIT's Rented Lips. Bro, wow, that's a good movie. Robert Downey Sr. And this one you would be interested in. He was in Theodore Rex. Oh, yeah. And wow, this guy mildly interests you. He was in Chud 2. That's not the one we saw. Yeah, we saw Chud 2, Brother Chud. Oh, we didn't see Chud 3? We saw Chud 2? I believe there was never a Chud 3. Okay, then this, he must have been one of those military guys. Uh, right. Okay, let me just tell you, he was in High Anxiety, Silent Movie, Catch-22, The Long Goodbye. This is interesting. He was in Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Uh, oh. He was in History of the World Part 1. He was in Boogie Nights. And like I said, he was Stu Pickles. He was Rugrats. Right. His name's Jack Riley, and Newhart started his career. Okay, they've dug up the graves and they got the money now, but they hear something in the bushes, so they're running away instead of filling in the dish. Now, here is the, the cousin, and then Jim Carrey, her cousin, reveals himself, and she thinks, you are yeah. walking... You're of the dead. Look at him. He's so restrained. Yeah, he's just a regular actor. He's 23 years old. He dialed it down to 700. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his movies are unstoppable. They're a little dated. I don't, I don't think a lot of it flies now, but... You know, he made a kid's movie where he couldn't lie, and he, his whole body is physical, like, trying to not lie. 
that liar liars that film i loved yeah. it it was a great film yeah so they, the sneak in, they sneak into the hotel they don't want to go through the lobby but they find the place has been ransacked and ransacked and we know why our bad guy kidnapped beverly d'angelo Have you seen The Widow? No, but I heard she didn't want to be disturbed. Anything wrong? No, nothing's wrong. We're just going to continue our comedy of errors as the FBI show up. Right. Look, it's Donald Trump. Oh, no, it's Dennehy. And, okay, what happens in this scene is Dennehy's like, okay, she goes, so-and-so, your nephew's risen from the dead. You're, um, yeah, it, it, now, Brian Dennehy knows what that means. He's not dead, right? right? So he's got to fake it because he's trying to scam his daughter. But who should walk right in? Oh, right. But Jim Carrey. Whoa. 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 Hey, hello, Mr. Dennehy. You see, he is alive, Daddy. He's still wearing that uniform. That's right. Throughout the whole film, he'll wear this uniform and he'll be a priest. Right. But they better run. No, take it easy. Now, what I thought was Lou Gossett Jr. was going to say, look, they took this woman who you met yesterday. Let's take the money and leave. But no, that's not what he does. He's like, we got to go after her. He plays a video. So your girlfriend's been kidnapped. Now, check this out. The bad guy found an abandoned house. And now the movie's going to get good for about 15 minutes. This abandoned oh, no. house was, yeah, was being moved. It's not oh. an abandoned house. It's a little house in the parkway. <laughs> very good. Very quick, Michael. Very quick. So this is uh, as they do. Oh, well, the rat race. Uh, uh, Goody Jr. gets okay. trapped in a moving Look house. Look at the bad guy now. Maybe you'll recognize him now. He's got his wig off. This guy? No, Michael. Carl. Oh, he's a cop. My mistake. Now, the bad oh. guy in our film just took off his wig and shoved it into Beverly D'Angelo's mouth to shut her up. So next right. time you see our bad guy, maybe you'll recognize him from all those films. All right, I cannot wait. <laughs> Which to me ain't I can wait. Which means I can wait. <laughs> this is supposed to be like the goofy cops, you know, he's sleeping, his wife kicked him out. Hello? He looks worse than this print. This print's shabby. He looks even shabbier. Mr. Shabba, man. Shabba. Shabbat shalom to you, Michael. It's a lot of phone calls. What happened to his eye? The, his wife. <laughs> we don't get to see that. It's just comedic. Yeah. These are, you know, it's the the high river cops and their dummies and, you know. Yeah, I get it. He goes, come on, let's go. He goes, do you want me to hang up the phone? He goes, come on, you idiot. Let's go. 
Now, for some reason, when he goes down into this dumpster, we hear a splash. But then he's not wet. Well, he's like garbage with that dumpster water. Yeah, it's dumpster water. Maybe it's just his feet went in it. Yeah, now, you know, you okay, gotta... Take a look at him. Take a look at him now. Do you recognize him? Yeah. He, he was like a mean guy on Happy Days. <laughs> so he said, it's that girl. So he goes, I have hey, pull over the car. He's like, oh, that's all I need, a hijacker. Right, so, how, uh, more like a housejacker. <laughs> he wants the, they should have done your joke. That would have been good. He wants the, the house to turn around and go back and where it was parked you know, go back to the original spot because he knows that's where the guys with the money are coming. Oh, right. Yeah, they're far away from the money. Meanwhile, the Gateway Hotel. Oh, yeah, we're far away from the money. Michael, Michael, he's stolen Beverly D'Angelo, got her in a house, and he says, come to this address. So now they're coming with the money to, you know, exchange it for Beverly D'Angelo. But the house has moved, so he's saying, "Drive back to where we were." So I'm at the right. That, that sounds like that sounds like a his problem, not a Mike problem. Okay, okay. You know, I wish him the best. <laughs> Look at Jim Carrey, so restrained. Okay, now, yeah, he is restrained. Now the cop is going to completely overhear Brian Dennehy on the phone to his wife, saying, "You let him out." People are going to find out I'm few. I'm harboring a fugitive, a draft dodger. So the cops overhearing the whole thing. He goes, nice. "Some eager young cop is going to come in here and put me under arrest and make captain." You know, so uh, Bob Odenkirk. Funny. Bob Odenkirk heard all that. Bob Odenkirk. This guy. He goes, "You're under arrest, and I'm about to make captain." He goes, you're making a big mistake. He goes, I'm making captain. <laughs> Hands uh, up. Whoa. Lock that shit up. Yeah. Okay, so he arrives like, what do you, there's a house, there was a house right here? We're supposed to meet a guy here. He goes, he's, he, they took the house down the road. So now he's going to get with Lou Gossett Jr. and go after the house, which is trying to come back to them, you see. Right. I guess I see. Well, I'm so glad we left the train. I was bored of that train. Yeah. It was, see, that's the thing. It, was, it never a train movie, but train sites want to say it is. You know what's funny is that we saw the trailer to this movie, and they said, I know it's going to happen to that house. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's in the trailer. Okay. It's like one scene of many. All right, well, I didn't want to ruin it for you, but yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. And, like, this movie gets good for, like, 8 to 10 to 12 minutes or so when right. they're futzing around in the house. You know, because it's on the move. He's trying to make it turn around, and then it won't clear the the sign, which says Vulcan, by the way. They're clearly in Vulcan, Alberta. Right, that's so weird. So the widow now saw the news story and knows where they are, so she's now trying to hide, you know, her face, because she is the kidnapped heiress. 
At least that's what the news story is saying, you see. That's a lie. Got her. Oh, yeah. federal officer. Bob Newhart, FBI. This way, ma'am. Stu, Stu Pickles, FBI, ma'am. Wow, he bravely used a vacuum cleaner on a woman with a gun. That's right. Now she takes the turns the gun on them. Well, no, she for a couple seconds she had a gun and she had them all. Don't move. Uh oh. Now you seem to know her and like her. I don't even really know her. I know that she was in um not necessarily the news. Yeah, so she was also uh She's British. She was on not necessarily the news, the British one. And then she was on HBO's version, not necessarily the news. Mm-hmm. And then she was on SNL during the 80s. Oh, I missed that. Now, she was Superman 3. The, the remember, not Miss Tessmacher, the, remember the beautiful woman who was secretly really smart in right. Superman 3? That's her. Yeah, that's about right. She, uh, She's part of the Kenny Everett show. Kenny Everett is this British comedian. He has a comedy movie, a horror movie, and it's on YouTube. It's called Bloodbath at the uh, House of Death. And she's in that as well. Now, she is actually New England. She's, no, New Zealand. She is New Zealand born, but she, she is a resident in both the United States and the United Kingdom. Wow, what a life. Yeah, well, she's married to Sir Billy Connolly. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah. She left yeah, her really? Mm-hmm. He passed away, right? I don't know, but I know that she wrote several books, including a biography of Sir Billy Connolly. And she is a psychologist. Uh, she's got a show called Shrink Wrap on British and Australian te- television. With my um, good friend, Rich Hall. She was married to Nicholas Ball, who she left in the mid-70s to be with Billy Connolly. She lived with Connolly 10 years before they were married in Fiji in 89. Wow. It's funny because Beverly D'Angelo really looks like she has a beard. Now, Michael O'Keefe puts his big boy pants on, and beats the crap out of the bad guy. It's about time he did something. I go his, go his way. He's getting the gun. Drop! Beverly D'Angelo knocked her out. Uh-oh. Now, Louis Gossett Jr. does not know how to drive uh, a truck, you know. He doesn't right. know the gears or anything. You see, it says Vulcan. It's so obviously Vulcan, Alberta. So weird. Yeah, Vulcan. Welcome to Vulcan. Yeah, and they destroyed their sign. That's not a made-up sign. They didn't really destroy it. They had the gag built out. Yeah, you're right. So that's hilarity because the house, <laughs> right? Right. Is gone. They've gone from Preston Surge to Harold Lloyd. This has got to be part of the reason this budget was $7 million. They're doing this. Yes. Oh, no. Look, Vulcan Annual Fair. It's it's so obviously Alberta. Yeah, you're right. Weird. Not Nebraska. 
Well, it could be Vulcan, Nebraska. I guess so. Yay, we're we're safe. There was this funny bit. He takes the gag out of her mouth, and he goes, he gagged me because he gagged me, and then she starts screaming, and so he puts the gag back in. The dental tools on that guy's groin. Yeah, and yeah, did you see a thing flung, hit him, and he goes, now this won't hurt a bit, and then it goes in his groin, like, ah! What a stunt. Look how tough this stunt is. Oh, look, he's asleep. Or is he dead? Well, he got hit on the head, so he's not, he's movie unconscious. He got knocked out. Hiya, chop. Uh oh. Speaking of movie, here's the train. I'll try to drive again. House record. House lie. Whoa, this guy gets hurt so much. Yeah. Looking at me, he looks like the guy from 1941. <laughs> That's right. I punched him. Tree Williams. The film, uh, not the year. Oh, no, a train. Not a train. But it will just miss and block the bad guy from getting to the house. Curses. This was a novel <laughs> 10 years <laughs> earlier. What's that? He's Craig T. Nelson. I totally recognize him. He's Craig T. Nelson. He's coach. You're under arrest for the stealing of $5 million. Right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. For a delightful pair. Now, how do they get off the house and onto a train? Yeah, you know. Wait, where's the money? Where's the money? He goes, what's this? And Beverly D'Angelo goes, that's the Yellow Pages. <laughs> Which no young person will know what we're talking about. They probably will, right? Listen, if they know what a train is, they should know what a Yellow Pages is. <laughs> they were trained on the Yellow Pages. Look at this. Lou had the money all along. Can you tell me? So they're off for the sequel. Yeah, right. Finders Keepers 2, that's never going to happen. Well, you know, Carl, we're, we're bonafide losers, so anything called Finders Keepers, you know, you go, losers, <laughs> losers, weepers. Remember, we were bonafide losers in the 90s, man. That was our... Yeah. We had a loser dance. Yeah, we had the loser dance. And I went on to have that rock band, Loser. Right, that's right. Yeah, the song Loser and the movie yeah. Loser. Yeah, it was a busy day. I didn't well, have a movie Loser. Okay, it's over. It's over. Ladies and gentlemen, we are down at the end. Here's the final view of Canada as the train chugs along. Carl, what'd you think of this movie, Finders Keepers? It was very bland. I thought Beverly D'Angelo was good, but I thought the house stuff was hilarious. Right. It it was, you know, it was mostly not funny. You know, the oldest conductor and the FBI gaps and, you know, Fred, um, our Star Trek connections, like spilling stuff on himself. I don't know. It had a few shiny moments, but overall it was, it was a, 
a bland non-C film. If you miss this one, you'll be okay. That's one way of putting it. I mean, if you're a Lister, Richard Lister fan and you're trying to watch all his movies, you just watched another one, but who based on a novel, The Next to Last Train Ride. By yeah, himself. it was 10 years earlier and the people who bought the rights, they really believed in that film and they, they were going to make it happen. Let me just tell you its name. He got a co-writing. Terrence Marsh and his wife bought the rights to this book. Warner Brothers agreed to do it. Um, Terrence Marsh was gets a co-writing credit for the screenplay. He wanted to direct it, but he everyone told him, listen, just get someone who knows what they're doing. You want this to right. be it. So he did. Huh. Well, there it is, the, uh, the list of uh, cast of characters, the last credit. And now we want to thank Alberta and British Columbia for pretending to be American. Yeah, thank you, guys. Why don't you just become our 51st state? We all have you. Come on, guys. Let's be friends. Didn't Canadians fight in the war? Can you do, like, anyway. Yeah, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, a little-known Richard Lester movie. Wasn't bad, but nah, he definitely just kind of broad. You know, like the, the comedy goes... Well, we are going to switch gears. We are here every Sunday at HairMediaRadio.fm. And we also have our podcast, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, and our fantastic YouTube channel, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, and our Facebook page, Let's Watch Let's a Full-Length Movie point. on YouTube. Right. So, Carl, next week we're going from comedy. <laughs> you like that? Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> to, to Massacre. Oh, yes, Massacre okay. of Central High Time. Okay, uh, Central High. And this is a recommendation of a listener. Tell me, tell me more. Uh, it was a Facebook comment. I sent you the link. It's Jill Duncan. It's not in front of me. That's that. It's Jill Duncan. Thank oh. you for the suggestion. Thank you, Jill Duncan. We're going to definitely watch Massacre. How do you spell Massacre, Carl? M-A-S-S-A. A K E R, Massacre. Massacre. Yeah, that doesn't sound so bad. M A S S. Okay, I'll just say. Who doesn't want a massive an acre? Trailer. Massacre Central High. All right. Well, you know uh, how to spell something. Just say it into your speech recognition. Oh well, I'm using my my PlayStation. Here, I'm at war with the army. Right, what number think. PlayStation is that? This is the four. <laughs> what? What? What says you? I found it. It's M A S S A C R E massacre, and we like Synapse Films, I guess. Okay. All right. Do you want to do the audio, and we'll rock it? Okay, I will do the audio. Okay, so everybody find Massacre at Central High, nineteen seventy-six theatrical trailer. We like the channel Synapse Films. Press play and hit pause and slide it back to zero, zero, zero. I'm turning my sound all the way up. Great. Thank you, Carl. Okay. Oh, yeah. Please don't mention it. Are you ready? Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Three. You don't have it. You're queued up. Three, two, one, go. Welcome. Welcome. Wow. Well, thank you. The interiors look like they're cars. Ooh, yeah. they got a cool, cool, cool cars. 
There's no there's no adults in this movie. Oh. You do you are watching it. I am. They just blew up a car and then it said massacre. Oh look, it's Squashua. Who put the swastika on my locker? The inner crowd. So it's Nazis. Ooh, hey, she's from Man is Enough. She's Mary. Yeah. Oh, there's Jerry O'Donnell. Oh, no. Massacre at the library. <laughs> Teenage boobies. Guys don't know how to fight a chair. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing. And another thing. Oh, right. They're going to blow up the school. Yeah, it's called. A, it's not really playing with fire if it's arson. It's for work. No, no. Hey, you're not talking when you're stupid. David lives by the gold. Excuse me, Curly. Hey, I'm not a stooge. Look at that. They, they hit the hit. Whoa, point. there's budget, right? Yeah. Whoa, there goes the van. Oh, wow. my DoorDash. My DoorDash. High School. That's cray cray. Oh, you saw some balls on that guy. You check out the balls on that guy? No, I didn't. But it, what he did in that scene shocked me. Electrifying. <laughs> We're at the dance. He glided uh, through Cooper. it. Look, he's got a boom. Wow, this movie kicks ass. This is going to be a lot to look at. Oh, yes. oh, that was oh Joe Duncan. This whole movie. Oh, look at that. Boom. <laughs> Two thumbs up, Ted Gazinski. There. <laughs> Two thumbs up, Jeffrey Dahmer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, next week we're going to be watching Massacre at Central High, a psychotic boy in high school. Blows up his enemies. Nothing to do with Heather's, I guess. But it's from 1976. We're looking forward to it next week. Check it out. Uh, and always uh, check us out. Check out Mutiny Radio. Thank you so much for being part of our day. Uh, your day as well. Uh, Carl, thanks so much for those Let's research. And getting these films up on uh, YouTube. It's beautiful. turn-ons are dancing in the dark, kissing on a lark, and peeing in the park. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. That's the duh of Francais, not the duh of dumbass. But never mind that. Don't follow me now. Follow me later. I mean, for right now.
Black Black Classic.
them out of sight under the bed. Doreen knocked on the green door with the gold knob. Scuffling, and a man's laugh, cut short, sounded from inside. Then a tall boy in shirt sleeves and a blonde crew cut inched the door open and peered out. Baby, he roared. Doreen disappeared in his arms. I thought it must be the person Lenny knew. I stood quietly in the doorway in my black sheath and my black stole with the fringe, yellower than ever, but expecting less. I am an observer, I told myself, as I watched Doreen being handed into the room by the blonde boy to another man who was also tall but dark, with slightly longer hair. This man was wearing an immaculate white suit, a pale blue shirt, and a yellow satin tie with a bright stick pin. I couldn't take my eyes off that stick pin. A great white light seemed to shoot out of it, illuminating the room. Then the light withdrew into itself, leaving a dewdrop on the field of gold. I put one foot in front of the other. That's a diamond. A great white light seemed to shoot out of it, illuminating the room. Then the light withdrew into itself, leaving a dewdrop on the field of on the field of gold. I put one foot in front of the other. That's a diamond. that had been hiding itself struck me full in the mouth and raked the hair back horizontal on my head. I was descending, but the white sun rose no higher. It hung over the suspended waves of the hills, an insentient pivot without which the world would not exist.
great sun rose no higher. It hung over the suspended waves of the hills, an insentient pivot without which the world would not exist. A small answering flew toward it, toward it. I felt my lungs inflate with the inrush of scenery, air, mountains, trees, people. I thought, this is what it is to be happy. I plummeted down past the zigzaggers, the students, the experts, through year after year of doubleness and smiles and compromise into my own past. People and trees receded on either hand like the dark sides of a tunnel as I hurtled on to the still, bright point at the end of it, the pebble at the bottom of the well, the white, sweet baby cradled in its mother's belly. My teeth crunched a gravelly mouth full. Ice water. Change. 
someday I'll be the vision of your half happiness.
Mr. Willard drove me up to the Adirondacks. It was the day after Christmas, and a gray sky bellied over us, fat with snow. I felt overstuffed and dull and disappointed, the way I always do the day after Christmas, as if whatever it was, the pine boughs and the candles and the silver and gilt-ribboned presents and the birch log fires and the Christmas Stay at home and stare into 
is wanting two mutually exclusive things at one and the same time, then I'm neurotic as hell. I'll be flying back and forth between one mutually exclusive thing and another for the rest of my days. Buddy put his hand on mine. Let me fly with you. I stood at the top of the ski slope on Mount Pisgah, looking down. I had no business to be up there. I'd never skied before. Come on in, don't be shy, meet a guy, pull up a chair. 
Son of God, as it is written in the prophets. Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John did baptize in the wilderness, and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And there went out unto him all the land of Judea, and they of Jerusalem, and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan, confessing their sins. And John was clothed with camel's hair, with a girdle of a skin about his loins. And he did eat locusts and wild honey, and preached, saying, There cometh one mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And it came to pass that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee, and was baptized of John in Jordan. And straightway coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens open, and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven, saying, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And he was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted of Satan. And was with...
I felt a powerful drowsiness drifting through my veins from all the pine bark wine I had drunk. I think I'll go in and lie down, I said. I strolled casually into the bedroom and stooped over to nudge off my shoes. The clean bed bobbed before me like a safe boat. I stretched full length and shut my eyes. Then I heard Constantine sigh and come in from the balcony. One by one, his shoes clonked onto the floor and he lay down by my side. I looked at him secretly from under a fall of hair. He was lying on his back, his hands under his head, staring at the ceiling. The starched white sleeves of his shirt rolled up to the elbows, glimmered eerily in the half-dark. His tan skin seemed almost black. I thought he must be the most beautiful man I'd ever seen. I thought if only I had a keen, shapely bone structure to my face, 
or could discuss politics shrewdly, or was a famous writer, Constantine might find me interesting enough to sleep with. And then I wondered if, as soon as he came to like me, he would sink into ordinariness. And if as soon as he came to I would find fault after fault the way I did with Buddy Willard and the boys before him. The same thing happened over and over. I would catch sight of some flawless man off in the distance, but as soon as he moved closer, I immediately saw he wouldn't do it all. That's one of the reasons I never wanted to get married. The last thing I wanted was infinite security and to be the place an arrow shoots off from. I wanted change and excitement and to shoot off in all directions myself like the colored arrows from a 4th of July rocket. I woke to the sound of rain. It was pitch dark. After a while, I deciphered the faint outlines of an unfamiliar window. Every so often, a beam of light appeared out of thin air, traversed the wall like a ghostly, exploratory finger, and slid off into nothing again. Then I heard the sound of somebody breathing. At first, I thought it was only myself and that I was lying in the dark in my hotel room after being poisoned. I held my breath, but the breathing kept on. A green eye glowed on the bed beside me. It was divided into quarters like a compass. I reached out slowly and closed my hand on it. I lifted it up. With it came an arm, heavy as a dead man's, but warm with sleep.
You know sometimes I might feel a little lonely And I might not sleep I'm gonna do a little song for you now That'll make you clap your hands Kick your feet And as a matter of fact, it'll tear you up La 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 Fight back. I got those repressed. 
hostility blues Here in the no good city The anger I'm feeling is all in my mind Oh, if only I knew some kind of a someone to transfer it to to transfer it to Oh, there must be a chump on whom I can dump my repressed hostility
verse 14. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head, and wash thy face. And thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren, and Judas begat Perez and Zerah of Tamar. Perez begat Ezra, and Ezra begat Aram, and Aram begat Aminadab, and Aminadab begat Naasim. Athen begat Salmon, and Salmon begat Boaz of Rechab, and Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse, and Jesse begat David the king, and David the king begat Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias. Solomon begat Roboam, and Roboam begat Abiah, and Abiah begat Asa, and Asa begat Josaphat, and Josaphat begat Joram. And Joram begat Ozias. Ozias begat Joatham. And Joatham begat Achaz. And Achaz begat Ezekias. And Ezekias begat Manasseh. And Manasseh begat Amon. And Amon begat Josias. And Josias begat Jeconias and his brethren about the time they were carried away to Babylon. But after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconias begat Salathiel, and Salathiel begat Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel begat Abiah, and Abiah begat Eliakim, and Eliakim begat Azor, and Azor begat Sadok, and Sadok whose fan is in his hands, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, 
in whom I am well pleased. Chapter 4. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. When he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward and hungry. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Chapter 4. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. And he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. 